COVID-19 deaths all over the world reached 2 million. Total number of infections now at 93.7 million. The incoming Biden administration wants to ramp up vaccinations across the U.S. amid warnings a more infectious COVID-19 strain could become the dominant circulating variant in the country by March. And as the U.S. battles the worst coronavirus outbreak in the world, its Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar quits. Good afternoon. I'm Rain Musni. Dateline Philippines weekend begins right now. The global death toll from COVID-19 breaches 2 million, more than a year since the pandemic started. The United States has the highest number of fatalities at over 391,000, accounting for one in every four deaths reported worldwide each day. Global infections, meanwhile, are at 93.7 million. The United Nations, saddened by the grim milestone, calls on all countries to unite in fighting the pandemic. Our world has reached a heart-wrenching milestone. The COVID-19 pandemic has now claimed two million lives. Behind this staggering number are names and faces. The smile, now only a memory. The seat forever empty at the dinner table. The room that echoes with the silence of a loved one. Sadly, the deadly impact of the pandemic has been made worse by the absence of a global coordinated effort. In the memory of those two million souls, the world must act with far greater solidarity. Now is the time. The incoming Biden administration plans to ramp up vaccinations across the U.S. amid the threat of the new COVID-19 variant. President-elect Joe Biden says he will order increased production of equipment needed for the vaccination program like syringes and glass vials by invoking the Defense Production Act. He would also use the law to support vaccine refrigeration and storage. Biden has promised to do better than President Donald Trump to curb the virus and administer 100 million vaccine shots during his first 100 days in office. Look, our plan is as clear as it is bold. Get more people vaccinated for free. Create more places for them to get vaccinated. Mobilize more medical teams to get the shots in people's arms. Increase supply and get it out the door as soon as possible. This will be one of the most challenging operational efforts ever undertaken by our country. But you have my word that we will manage the hell out of this operation. A more transmissible variant of the novel coronavirus first discovered in Britain has now been found in 10 states. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warns it could become the dominant circulating variant in the country by March. Here at home, the COVID-19 vaccines of Pfizer and AstraZeneca top the Philippine Science Department's vaccine ranking when it comes to safety and efficacy. The Indian-made Novavax and China's Sinovac came in at third and fourth. Dr. Jaime Montoya, who is part of the agency's expert panel, says they looked at several criteria in making the list, including the vaccine safety based on clinical trials, potential efficacy, immunogenicity, or its ability to provoke an immune response, as well as a track record of the manufacturer. It also took into account vaccine implementation, 
which covers logis logistics or rolling out of the drug. Among the front runners, Pfizer's vaccine is the only one included in the World Health Organization's emergency list. It also has emergency use authorizations in the most number of countries, including the Philippines. The Philippine Health Department is considering to requ rather require vaccine passports once a lot of people have already been inoculated against COVID-19. Christine Sabilio has the details. Once there are many people vaccinated against COVID-19, the Philippines can require vaccine passports, according to the Department of Health. Magkakaroon po ng QR code ang bawat isang tao na makakareceive nitong bakuna na ito. This would be something of a unique identifier for specific uh, uh, persons that will receive the vaccine. If it's a protocol, eh de, pag hindi po kayo makakakomply dun sa protocol na dapat meron kang uh, vaccine na passport or discard which will certify that you had been vaccinated, hindi po kayo makakalipad. But the health official said there is not enough information about how long a vaccinated person can stay immune or safe from COVID-19. Meron mga lumalabas na mga studies ngayon na pagkatapos ng first dose mo, after 14 days magre-react na yung katawan mo. Uh, pagkatapos, uh, pag binigyan ka na maybe on the 21st or the 28th day for the second dose, mag-heighten ngayon no? itong uh, response ng katawan. Pero hindi niya sinasabi kung hanggang kailan itong immunity na ito. Because of this, Filipinos will still have to follow minimum health standards such as the wearing of face masks and physical distancing. The health department said the effectivity of the vaccines right now in different countries cannot be established yet but it can be given to those with pre-existing medical conditions and pregnant women upon their doctor's advice. Those previously infected with COVID may also be vaccinated. Kung ikaw ay nagkaroon na ng sakit na COVID dati, maaari mo pa bang tanggapin ang bakuna? At sinabi naman dyan na pwede mo pa rin tanggapin, but there is cert this certain time of period na sinasabi na doon ka lang magpapabakuna. Vergere said having allergies against food and drugs won't cause adverse reactions if you take the vaccine. However, those who've had reactions to other vaccines before might not be good candidates for the inoculation. Christine Sabilio, ABS-CBN News. More Philippine firms want to buy coronavirus vaccines from AstraZeneca to protect their workers. But as Alvin Elchico tells us, they have to wait and see if the drug maker is willing to accept more orders after it already signed deals with two batches of Filipino businessmen. More companies are lining up to order vaccines from AstraZeneca for their workers. One of them is Creative Pacific Corporation, which needs to inoculate more than 6,000 employees coming from various businesses like call center agencies. Walang pipiliin yan, including utility janitors, security guards, including all our officers, call center agents, everyone. And the only way we can normalize is vaccinate them because the truth, alam mo naman Alvin, it's really paranoia. Government and private sector representatives have already signed the first and second orders of 6 million doses, costing $10 for two doses from AstraZeneca. That's why 50 additional companies, including Creative Pacific, have to wait if AstraZeneca will be willing to take a third order for vaccines. As of now, wala, pala, wala silang commitment, no? pero knowing uh, them, they will try very hard. Alam naman, uh, si Inela, uh, isang Filipina, 
patriotic naman siya sa bansa natin. Presidential advisor Joey Concepcion says the businessmen who participated in the first and second orders had already paid half a billion pesos as down payment for the vaccines that will start coming in June 2021. According to Concepcion, in case AstraZeneca declines, he is already in talks with other vaccine developers but not Sinovac. But Concepcion says if the vaccine price is higher than AstraZeneca's, he will request government to forgo the donation. Baka pwedeng i-modify namin na kung talagang wala ng AstraZeneca na zero profit, baka pwede namin uh, i-request na wala ng donation sa, sa government kasi medyo matataas. Under the tripartite agreement, half of what businessmen ordered will go to the government. In Friday's hearing, Senator Cynthia Villar, whose family businesses also joined the AstraZeneca program, insists that private sector should be allowed to choose who gets their share of the vaccines. Understood it. The 50% will go to the private sector and they will give it to their families and employees and they will uh, pay for the logistics but they have the right to give it to their employees. Bakit pa sila bumili kung hindi mabibigyan yung mga empleyado nila? Medyo mali yata yan kasi pumirma din kami yan. That's how we understood it. But Concepcion says the agreement is clear that the health department will handle all the vaccines and the choice of recipients for the private sector should be based on the priority list of government. Alvin Olchico, ABS-CBN News. Cebu City sees no need to tighten COVID-19 restrictions despite a surge in new cases. The city currently has 520 active coronavirus infections. But Joel Garganera, chairman of Cebu City's Emergency Operations Center, says the local government anticipated that rise, so hospitals have ample capacity for new patients. He adds contact tracing efforts in the city have been swift and authorities are strictly implementing current quarantine protocols such as the 10 p.m. curfew. We put up holding areas for violators and then uh, especially uh, establishments that are offering drinks. So uh, I believe last night we we arrested more than 100 of mm -hmm. them and then uh, uh, for for elevating to a higher uh, uh that's a far from our thought right now. The Philippines reported more than 2,000 new COVID-19 cases on Friday, bringing the country's case count to nearly 500,000. This is the first time in nearly a week the daily tally went beyond 2,000. The last time was on December 18th, or before the holiday slump, which the health department had attributed to the relatively low number of COVID-19 tests conducted. The DOH also reported 137 new deaths and more than 500 recoveries. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Verjera says they are still monitoring for a possible increase in cases due to the holidays and the Feast of the Black Nazarene, which drew a crowd of 400,000 last week. U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar resigns from his post in the wake of the chaos in the U.S. Capitol. In a letter addressed to President Donald Trump, Azar says he's concerned that the deadly riots could tarnish the legacy of the administration. Azar will remain on the job until President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th. 
Azar joins a list of officials under Trump administration who have tendered the resignations due to the deadly mayhem at the Capitol. Among those who have resigned are Transport Chief Elaine Chow and Education Secretary Betsy Davos. Meanwhile, U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls for the prosecution of any member of Congress who helped the mob of President Donald Trump supporters storm the Capitol last week. That's after the Democratic Representative Mikey Sherrill, a former U.S. Navy helicopter pilot, accused some Republican lawmakers of bringing tour groups to the Capitol the day before the attack to do reconnaissance. In order to serve here with each other, we must trust that people have respect for their oath of office. If, in fact, it is found that members of Congress were accomplices to this insurrection, if they aided and abetted the crime, there may have to be actions taken beyond the Congress and, and uh, in terms of prosecution. The January 6th Capitol riots left five people dead. It also prompted the House to impeach Trump a second time for inciting the violence that disrupted the certification of President-elect Joe Biden's victory. Pelosi, however, kept mum on when she planned to send to the Senate the single impeachment article against Trump, which would begin the trial process in the upper chamber. In the NBA, now the Milwaukee Bucks snapped the Dallas Mavericks' four-game winning streak after hanging on for a 112-109 victory. The Mavs had a chance to bring the game to overtime after Brooke Lopez missed his second free throw, but a desperation three from Luka Doncic missed the mark. Doncic finished with 28 points and 13 assists, while Giannis Antetokounmpo led the Bucks with 28 points. Over in Boston, it was a battle of shorthanded teams with the Celtics coming out with a 124-97 blowout of the injury-hit Orlando Magics. Jalen Brown led with 21 points for the Celtics, which took the court for the first time since last week after having three games postponed due to COVID-19 protocols. The NBA on Friday postponed three more games set for Sunday and Monday amid a surge in COVID-19 cases in the league. The latest to, to test positive, Minnesota Timberwolves star Carl Anthony Towns. Towns shared his distress over the results on Twitter since his mother died of complications from COVID-19 last April. But the 25-year-old vows to beat the deadly disease for his family. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musni. Thank you so much for joining us. And keep it here on ANC.